Six minutes past six and time to look at developments on the market. It's all green with the all share financials, resources, industrials, gold and the top 40 ending the day up. Just one lap founder Simon Brown joins us in studio. Good evening, Simon. Even to me, son. A good day. Talk us through the day's market developments. It was a great day. I mean, green across the board. Another all-time closing high. We have had, mm. oh, I don't know, like a... I don't know, six, eight, ten of them in the last uh, sort of October. Yeah. Um, volumes also been picking up. I mean, a month, a few months ago, we would have been talking 15 billion a day. We're now talking 20, 22, 24 billion, nice. which frankly is going back to where we were a year ago. But nonetheless, it's, it's moving in the right direction, which is positive as well. And, and there were different pockets. The market very much driven by the resource stocks, uh, gold up through $1,300 mm-hmm. uh, an ounce. That pushed the Anglo Gold Ashanti gold fields up uh, three odd percent. We saw Billiton responding well. And then there were some other sort of large caps, MediClinic and uh, Richmond and others, which did fall. But Offset then by a big move by NASPAS after a, a really good session in Hong Kong overnight, which saw Tencent do well. Yeah. So relatively broad-based, some, some highlights to it, but you know, pretty much buying across and, 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 and another high. Good news there. How did the rand fare then? The rand, the rand was actually a little bit bouncy. It, it ended the day pretty much flat, but it, mm-hmm. you know, at one point it was out at 135, then down at 128, um, ultimately ending around the 130 and a half level. And it was odd because when I first saw the, uh, I saw gold had moved and I saw the gold stocks, but it, you know, the gold had only moved $8. I thought maybe our rand had weakened out to 13, 40 odd, perhaps even yeah. worse. And it hadn't. The rand mm-hmm. was, you know, a little bit wobbly, but pretty much stable for the day. I think the driver was, you know, 1300 is a psychological level in gold. It got above it last month, gone back below. And I think people are sort of looking forward uh, more than anything else to what the current price is as to right. where they're anticipating it going. Let's talk company news now, starting with Discovery's banking license. Yeah, so they, I mean, it's not new news. They've been telling us that they're in the process. The, the news part is they've been granted the license. Mm. Um, and, and that's quite a big deal. We, we, you know, this is, I think, Time got one uh, last month. And, you know, before that was 1999 since a license was being granted, yeah. a new banking license in South Africa. Um, they've still got some more hurdles to get through. They've got competition commission approval, competition approval and the like. But they're slowly working towards that bank which will probably come on middle to second half of next year. Um, and a lot of folks were saying to me, you know, how come the discovery price didn't do much? It was yeah. up about half a percent, which is pretty much in line with, with the rest of the market. And I think it's because we, we know the story and it's going to be a while before they launch it. And then in truth, it's going to be, you know, as often as with Discovery's new products, they're not making profit in the first two, three, maybe even four years or so. They've got to grow into that, that, that profit space. So long term, it's a good story for Discovery. In the immediate, it's, it's, a, it, you know, it's definitely a momentous occasion for mm. them, but a long way still to go. A long way still to go. We understand that the Competition Commission is yet to give its thumbs up. What is that process likely to be? So that process is, is, is almost certainly just to be more than anything a formality and the like. And okay. Particularly in, in, in the banking space, you, you want competition, you, you know, and, and, and they're being sort of proactive in that sense. So I, my sense is and my understanding and from what Discovery has said uh, at their last results presentation is really saying, you know what, th- this is just a formality we need to go through. There obviously is a lot of work in, in, in the mm. process, but it, it's not, you know, it, I suppose the, the same with, with uh, the banking license, which, which comes from the register of the banks. Uh, at the Reserve Bank, 
it, 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 it's going to happen. It just needs to happen. You need right. to fulfill those requirements and, and make sure that you've done everything that needs to be done legally in that process. Calgary M3 released results. So what's going on there? No, so I mean, it depends how we read the results. So they're a small little business, a relatively small market cap of a couple of billion rand. Mm. Uh, they build housing currently in the predominantly in the sort of middle and slightly low LSM groups. They 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 can change the the target markets as demand comes. Yeah. Um, at the top level numbers were down. But there was some accounting because of a joint venture they've done, and they, you know, had to to unrealize a profit. And if we strip that out, they they did all right. They they, they it's a it's a slightly it's a tough space to be in. It is. They they they've got some interesting businesses in terms of of a joint venture, which they will be providing rental stock into. Okay. Uh, that'll do really well for them. They're into memorial parks. They got one down in, yes. in, in Nazareth. Lovely looking, I must um, say. I haven't been past. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your word. And I must say, at the time when they went into this, I didn't think. My much of it. It's currently around around three percent of profits, mm. not massive, but it's growing at forty percent. Now that obviously will taper off in time, mm-hmm. but then they're going to open one in, in in the Western Cape, another down in in, in, in KwaZulu Natal, right? And you know you can almost see a situation in maybe three five years where memorial parks are actually a, a, a decent part of their revenue, mm-hmm. not a majority, maybe twenty twenty five percent, but it's a nice steady income that they will be be, be earning on that. Um, so something you know, and I suppose. Much like discovering their banking license, start small seems not to be very much, you know. Then starts to get some traction, make some profit, and eventually becomes you know, a meaningful part of, of of the business. So, all in all, a a, a decent set of results from from Colgo. at the current share price. It's probably slightly cheap to to to, to valuations. Problem is that it's a small cap and. It's, no one likes small caps right now. Yeah. Now let's discuss uh, PIC upping its stake in PPC. This yeah. Is, <laughs> this story is, <laughs> is every, every day there's something going on there. <laughs> and we need to remember who is buying and who isn't buying. Uh-huh. So then Goti, uh, richest man in Africa, and obviously Sopaku, they, yes. they own uh, Sopaku Cement and, and the locally uh, withdrew from it. But certainly there is potential corporate action happening around there. Mm-hmm. Uh, AfriSam, which interestingly, of course, PPC, uh, PIC, oh, mm. getting my, my, my P's in my <laughs> PIC, being the government pension scheme, of course, Mm -hmm. has a very large stake in AfriSAM. It was taken private maybe 10 years ago um, and then had to get refunded. They've got a significant stake there. Um, So perhaps they kind of positioning themselves to try and make this merger happen. They've got to be careful Mm. because they've also got to be, you know, there's a point where they become an an interested party in which they can't vote their shares because they're on both sides of the the table. But certainly they're now up over 20, 21%, uh, up from 15%. 15%, so they've been buying fairly aggressively. Huh. And we can't just say it's on the valuation. We have to assume that it's something to do with this corporate activity as well. Mm. Um, what's going to happen? Is it going to be the Fairfax deal out of Australia? Sorry, Canada. Is it going to be uh, AfriSam? Is it going to be no one? Maybe Dangote comes back uh, with Dangote hmm. Cement. But uh, uh, an int- from an outsider, a fun story to watch. Maybe not so much if you're so an exciting. insider. So exciting. So exciting to watch. For us money notes, it's exciting. <laughs> 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 Lastly, Rolf's uh, CEO quits amid an accounting disaster. Talk to us about yeah, that. So their, their CFO quit uh, mm. back in, was it May, uh, the latest results about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And they'd warned the market of it. Uh, there was, you know, there was, uh, was it out and out fraud? It may well have been. It certainly was. There, there was there was some some cooking of books happening. Mm. Um, the results actually weren't bad, considering the cooking of books. The cash flow remained strong. 
Unfortunately, as CEO, the buck needs to stop somewhere, oh, yeah. and it stops with her. Um, you know, and 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 she had been the CFO, um, so you know, it 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 really is. Someone should have been monitoring. Now there's an audit committee as well, and there's others, but it stops with the CSO. Um, the previous uh, CEO of of uh, Metrofile, who was acting FD, mm-hmm. um, he stepped into the position. Which is quite interesting because he took over at Metrofile when they were on the verge of bankruptcy. Ah. Rolfs is not on the verge of bankruptcy, but they certainly need some cleaning and fixing. And he's probably the right person for it. Um, And astonishingly, I discovered he's only 45 and he's onto a second listed CEO, which makes me feel quite very old. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for your time. Always a pleasure. We'll have to leave it there for this evening. Just One Lab founder, Simon Brown, with the day's market wrap.